0: listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA Podcast with host John and Pemba and James Grande. What's going on, everybody? John and Pemba here with James Grande. This is the DFS Alarm NBA DFS Podcast, recording here on Tuesday evening for Wednesday's 10-game main slate. James, you are the guy on the playbook for this big one here on Wednesday. Ready to kick us off a solid slate for the week. We've had a decent start. Uh, already we're, we're currently watching this five gamer wondering why Josh Giddey uh, gets taken <laughs> off the floor half the time when he's clearly the Thunder's best player but I digress we got a lot to get to here how you feel about everything so far
1: I feel great except the fact that we're going to watch Josh Giddy not play again on Wednesday John that that makes it that makes everything so much worse
0: yeah, the Thunder are on this slate, but you know there were some just questionable substitutions going on for for the Thunder tonight with with their best player, Josh Giddy. You know, just uh, crazy crazy rotations. But hopefully it had to do with with the back to back. And hopefully we'll get him you know playing his regular allotment of minutes. I mean, what do you what do you finish with here tonight, James? Twenty eight, twenty seven minutes.
1: He, there's still thirty seconds left in the game, and he is at twenty six minutes. <laughs>
0: Right, right. He played over 30 the night before, so I don't know why all of a sudden he's playing in the mid 20s. So hopefully, with this being a back-to-back, hey, maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll get back on board. So that's that's the minor storyline that have James and I uh, paying attention to tonight. <laughs> but let's turn the page, James. Let's look at this 10 game we have DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo open. Taking a look at pricings and values to target mentioned already. You know the point guard position man. It's a loaded one yeah. at DraftKings, man. I'm looking at it right now. you got James Harden at 10K against Miami. All right, maybe you're not going to go there. But the next matchup, John Mm -hmm. Morant, $9,600. Damian Lillard, $9,400. And then Russell Westbrook, maybe no LeBron James. LeBron did not play tonight in Oklahoma City against the Thunder. I mean... By that those are, those are some matchups we're going to be, I think, keying in on. And, and that's no disrespect to Trey Young who gets the Pelicans either.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think you can probably group all these 9K guys together. Lillard's been playing the worst. He looked horrible the other night. And by the other night, I mean last night we are recording Tuesday. I think Morant's my favorite play here. I think Westbrook is going to be the chalky play here if LeBron sits in the revenge narrative everyone loves a good revenge narrative and again it's something we mentioned the other night john we said this the exact this was similar scenario the other night with trey where no one was going to play him because he was grouped up with a bunch of other guys at 9k well trey went for 32 9 and 4 and 52 fantasy points and he actually shot the ball well and he got a price decrease i really Trey young here as a contrarian play if west or if lebron plays i would rather trey than westbrook and Right now, I'd rather Trey for four hundred cheaper than Damian Lillard's current form. I think Morant obviously is the the top dog here, especially coming off forty. He's now scored forty, twenty, thirty-seven actual in three of in three games this year. So I think of this tier, Morant and Trey stand out the most to me.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Trey because you're getting a little bit of the savings over on FanDuel. Trey Young is actually the third highest priced uh point guard on the slate. Russell Westbrook is only 8,400 on FanDuel. Oh, God, so, I mean, that... uh, that's going to be a pretty popular one. I know those turnovers kill you with Russ at times, but if LeBron's not, you know, going up against OKC, Damian Lillard is $8,200 on FanDuel. Again, I know he hasn't performed well. You know, last game, especially, you know, he's been hurt by two blowouts. They, they had a blowout win against Phoenix. He played 24 minutes. They had a blowout loss against the Clippers. He played 27. He gave you 45 fantasy points against Sacramento in opening night. If he gives you 45 at 82, that's way more reasonable than giving you 45 at 95. You know where he's generally priced out. So, you know Dame at Dame at 82 on FanDuel against against
1: Memphis. Yeah, that's
0: that's a. T- I mean, that's one you're going to be staring hard at.
1: Yeah, that's a tough fade, and it's the best total on the board at 234 as well. Two point spread, Portland giving two at home, and we love playing Dame at home too. You're right. I much prefer the 82 than I prefer 94 on draft gigs, but it's actually uh, a
0: reasonable play to play both Westbrook and Lillard on FanDuel tomorrow, right? right. 82 and 84. There's value other, other places. I mean, I, I can't imagine people spending all the way up but those guys price where they are next here. Where are we doing with LaMelo ball? You know, he gets a really good matchup here against Orlando. We know Orlando plays a bit slow, you know, but until the overtime game against Boston, he hadn't played over 30 minutes yet. You know, do you think that he's more of a cash play at this point, or do you think there's still a GBP ceiling for him?
1: I mean, he fouled out of that game too. So what could have, in terms of minutes, I mean, he's given us the upside. He has given us a floor, probably more of a cash game play though, right? Because it's Orlando as well. And I know Orlando... You know, snuck out a good win against the Knicks the last time out. Maybe they're they're feeling good here. They have a home game. I think I think Lamelo fine for all formats here. Personally, 8200. I know you said the minutes are, are tough, but the upside is just. Would you, would you
0: rather Lamelo or Malcolm Brogdon against Toronto?
1: I said Brogdon the other day. I'm probably gonna go Lamelo here. Toronto is playing very slow, so I probably go Lamelo in this particular matchup for each of them but it's close it's as close as it was the other day i probably just pivot to chris paul truthfully i
0: was gonna say chris paul is one of my i was all in on chris paul the other day against the lakers i was hard at work trying to figure a way to get him (laughs) in my lineup he was i just wanted exposure there against the lakers you know played the 29 minutes gave us 53 fantasy points back to back the next night against portland they got blown out he only played 26 minutes but i'm back with you here Chris Paul home against Sacramento. You know, it's it's one of the best matchups on the board, and you know he's only seventy six hundred dollars over on DraftKings on Fanduel. Chris Paul is eight K. You know, if you're I guess if you're on Fanduel, you're playing Lillard at eighty two or Paul at eight K.
1: Yeah, I think I think it just I think this is the first really site dependent pod we've probably had, right? Where it's like we're just really flip flopping based on the the site because you're gonna play Dame and if no LeBron Westbrook right and then you just move on you move to the next position but on draftkings you know it's more of a decision because westbrook's 93 lillard's 94 so i think it's i i honestly think it's just site dependent because fanduel it's a very easy decision and i think draftkings you know a little more difficult what are your thoughts on Kyle Lowry in a matchup against the nets i mean i looked at him I think he just brings. There's so much. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen there, right? Yep. When he's there. So I don't know. I think there's. To me, me,
0: this is the first marquee matchup, I guess, personally. I mean, they had Milwaukee, but I mean, they blew them up by 40 in that game. You know, so we didn't really get a true game out of Lowry in that one. Then, you know, they played Orlando. They won by 20, basically, in that game. He played 31 minutes, 25 fantasy points. It was okay. I just wonder if this is a matchup where maybe we get a peak Lowry performance, but I mean, again, it's not. Yeah, I, I'm sort of just looking for somebody in this this lower seven K tier on DraftKings because I don't really any of it. Yeah, you know, Lowry, SGA, SGA. As well, 70, I worry about the back. I mean, I worry on the back-to-back, but
1: yes, in, in theory, SGA against the Lakers is a should be a good spot. I mean, he's just been the last two games. He had another 30 actual tonight, and I get it, 36 minutes, but. It felt like everyone else was limited because the back-to-back, but Shea wasn't, and he's now played 33 or more minutes in three of the four games. The one he didn't, they lose by 100 to the Rockets. You know, he played 39 minutes on Sunday, t- 36 minutes, and now he's gotten 29 and 30 actual. I just, um, and he was over 8K on t- on Tuesday slate, and now we're getting about 71 against a Lakers team who, you know is about to give up a triple-double to DeJounte Murray, potentially. Yeah. It's just a, a good matchup for a guy who's now priced $1,000 less than he was one slate ago.
0: Yep. I, I mean, I think those are all good points, for sure. You know, if you're in that 7K range, I think, again, looking out strictly point guards here, I mean, there are other guys that we will touch on it as a shooting guard, because that's sort of a, sort of where they play. 6K range, you got Reggie Jackson against Cleveland. You know, even though there was a blowout, he still looked pretty good. Cole Anthony has been someone that was has been popping off lately. I'm not sure if you if you trust in what we've seen out of him
1: to begin the year. He's got Charlotte. You know, where are you on, on those? Reggie Jackson's fine. It's just the volumes there. Right? He took 20 shots in 27 minutes. It's 20, 17, 19. So we're getting a high usage rate out of Jackson. So, you know, he hasn't shot better than 41%. So the shots will fall eventually. Took 15 threes on Monday. That's crazy. So he's fine tournaments only and then Cole Anthony same thing tournaments only and we play Cole Anthony because the volume he's just volume 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 and more volume the rebounds have been nice and so have the assists but we saw against the Knicks when the shot falls he has potential to break a slate but you know 6100 I don't feel great about it is he what's he on Fandle 62 I don't feel great about that tournaments only for me
0: for value at least at least guys I think are you know, alarm going out there. You know, value for guys at point guard. Yeah, you know Yeah, Ricky Rubio even coming off the bench still looked pretty good. He had the five fouls there, but you know, he's filling up the stat sheet. My guy Devontae Graham hitting threes mm-hmm. again. You know, he gets that matchup against Atlanta. You know, you no, know, look he's looking good. And then maybe Patty Mills at forty five. Yep. You know, he's someone that I've been talking a lot about, but this seems like another matchup where you know he should be pretty heavily involved.
1: Yeah, I think pretty much the guys you just said were, are the guys that we should be looking at. I Rubio, I wouldn't. I'm not completely in on on a 10 game slate. I know he still did well on two for 10 shooting, so kudos to him. But I do hear, you know, it's impressive. He he put up 35 fantasy points, going one for six from three, and we know he's generally a good three point shooter. One for six, two for 16 his last two games. So Devontae Graham, I, Patty Mills, 4500. We just, this is the second lowest price tag he's had. And uh, he's put up 30 in two of his four games. Um And then I'll throw, I'll throw George Hill out there, John, because uh, Drew Holiday's already been rolled out. So, you know, George Hill's played 25 and 27 minutes in the two starts he's made. And he's put up 20 plus fantasy points. And he's 3,700 against Minnesota. So D'Angelo Russell defense. So yeah. uh, I think George Hill is, is uh, actually a little decent play.
0: Over at the shooting guard position, uh, Bradley Beal, Against Boston, he's 9200. Beal not wasn't great, you know, in his first game back against Brooklyn. There, eight for 22 shooting. He actually hasn't shot the ball well, but he is he is the top priced the top priced guard there. And we've seen, you know, Celtics at least struggle so far defensively. Now I feel with Jalen Brown back and Marcus Smart, maybe there should be some clamps, but you know yeah. we haven't we haven't really seen it yet. You know, so there, there's something to look at, especially if Dennis Schroeder's back in the starting lineup. If Al right. Horford doesn't play, you know, you know, something to watch there. Jalen Brown, you know, had mm-hmm. the had the huge game, had the down game, took it night <laughs> off, came back, had a huge game. So $7,800 for Jalen Brown, you know, this is uh, cheaper than we, this is actually his cheapest price tag all season, James. So.
1: Yeah, I think this tier right here is stacked. I, honestly, I'm not, I'm not doing this in, in terms of recency bias with Bradley Beal, but he just hasn't been great to pay 9200 Like I just don't want to pay a guy just not really providing us with multiple categories at 9,200 when we can go down to Devin Booker in a great matchup. Jalen Brown in a great matchup has been fantastic. Fred Van Vliet not even shooting the basketball gives us 50 fantasy points because he has 17 assists. And CJ McCollum, who would have gone for 50 again if that wasn't a blowout. So I think it's very hard to avoid. And I mean, you know, Edwards is a shooting guard, I guess, technically on this site. But is he starting a shooting guard? I guess technically, right? So um, yeah. So I guess this next tier, Booker to Edwards is just loaded. I love all of those guys. I love Van Vliet maybe the most. Him and Brown are probably one and two. I, I think Washington's defense and pace is, the defense is tremendously bad. And then pace is tremendously good. And then Indiana's giving up a crap ton of points. So I really like VanVleet here, and but I like that whole tier in general.
0: Sub-7K guys, you know, NAW keeps on being pretty consistent there. Uh, Tally Hero, even you know with Kyle Lowry playing 30 minutes in that game against Orlando, the fantasy points made. This is a, a big step-up game for him, given the matchup against the Nets for sure.
1: Thoughts on that grouping and any other guys in the 6K range for you? It's probably—Hero's fine. It's probably just NAW. Uh, naw settling in as such a nice cash game play with all this volume he's he's taking he's grabbing a ton of rebounds almost eight per game so far and he has a steal in every game so he's doing a lot so I think naw is a nice cash game play heroes the tournament play for me because you know he is coming up coming off the bench and is very reliant upon scoring so
0: a really uh, strong 5k or you know under 6k tier Bledsoe against Cleveland if shooter starts I think he gets watching he's perfectly fine Kelly Ubre against Orlando. Uh, Duarte keeps playing well. He's at 56. You know, Reddish we saw play really well the other day with, with Hunter out of the lineup. You know, that grouping there, all under $6,000, provides some pretty solid mid-tier uh, value.
1: Yeah, all those guys are... So Hunter's probable to return I, Reddish. I probably would have liked him more if uh, Hunter was out. Lou Williams is questionable, if that matters. Danilo Gallinari questionable. So some interesting lineup notes in ter- for Reddish's sake. There, Al Horford also listed as probable. So I assume shooter's pushed to the bench. Maybe I shouldn't, but it seems like Horford's kind of start, when he's in, he's starting, right? So shooter probably to the bench. He's fine coming off the bench, but we saw yeah, what he could do that's, as that's a start. That's
0: his role. His role is to come off the bench. Yeah, so. I
1: know, I, I know, I know. But forty-six fantasy points in the starting lineup, you know? so Ugre very. I mean, forty-three minutes after playing twenty. 20- yeah, Rozier's and- doubtful, so. And Rozier doubtful, so yeah, definitely Uber. And then I probably go down to like Melton next at yeah. 5K. I think Melton's fine at 5K. And then, and then I honestly, this next little tier is is I think where we're gonna live.
0: Terrence Man, I imagine is someone. Uh, yes,
1: correct, absolutely. I mean, no, Marcus Marsh already ruled out. So Terrence Man 46, Luke Kennard 4000. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that they're ten dollars. Terrence Man is fifteen dollars. And Canard is $11 on Yahoo. So two guys that I think uh, you can probably use for all formats, right? I mean, maybe not Canard and Cash, but it's the same scenario again. So
0: Right. Bruce Brown, won't we'll miss him this time. 3,700. Played 27 and 30 minutes the last two games. Even started against the Wizards. So I have to imagine he's going to be in the starting lineup here again. You know, 17 fantasy points, you know, not great. But again, 3,700, that's 5X. So
1: we know his ceiling is higher. If you had your last roster spot and it's $3,700 and no LeBron, Malik Monk or Bruce Brown? Probably, probably go Monk, right? Just shooting volume? Probably go Monk for the volume because Bruce Brown is still going to have to contend with Durant Harden. And Monk has never seen a shot he doesn't sell. I would probably also lean there, both well, 3,700, but you we would need LeBron to be out there.
0: Yep, I'm with, I'm with you on that one. Anybody else? Nope. Small forward position, Paul George, you know, he was, you know, he should have been better, right? It's not his fault. The game mm-hmm. was a 40-point blowout. He gave you 41 fantasy points in 27 minutes. You know, I know Durant is there as well here against my, you know, 10-5 for him. He gave you 45 fantasy points the other night in 35 Paul George up against Cleveland. I think that's again the spot we're we're running to
1: here. Eight steals. Eight steals. Is that good? That is quite good. Quite good. Yeah, I'm going back to the wall. I'm, I'm, we're going to be playing a lot of Paul George this year. Just you know, it is what it is. It, tough. You said tough matchup for for Durant. I, I don't think it's a terrible play uh, because you're going to get him at low ownership, but you know, it, George stands out pretty much every slate right now.
0: Under nine K, Jimmy buckets against Brooklyn. Like, I don't
1: know. Tell me what you think of these Miami guys because it's just, they're just, it's not, they're not speaking to me right now. They're just not.
0: I mean, he's been good, right? If, you know, he's, Orlando been good. 56, he's been 40 good. minutes against the Pacers there, 40 fantasy points. I don't know. Cash game, maybe? Butler in a cash game? Yeah, Butler
1: in a cash game. That's fine.
0: Okay. Jason Tatum, small forward with, with, uh, Horford going to be
1: there against the Wizards. Brandon Ingram against mm-hmm. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yes to both. All formats for Ingram. Ingram, probably more cash. Yeah, Middleton looked really good and no Drew again. So I think, do we have a total in that game? They do not have a total yet. I wonder why that is because Drew Holiday is already ruled out. But I imagine it's going to be a pretty hefty number considering it's two. At least last year, two of the faster teams. Is Brook Lo- Brooke Lopez is already ruled out too? I don't know why they're why we don't have a total. Yeah, let's let's not release a total because Bobby Portis is questionable. Yeah, I think Middleton is fine for all formats as well, especially with Holiday out.
0: When does Miles Bridges stop being the best player in basketball?
1: I mean, you're the Miles Bridges whisperer, so you have to be the one to tell us that.
0: I mean, I, against Orlando, this feels another go-to spot for him. It does. It really does. It really, really. And, you know, he survived the poster from Jalen Brown, so. Yeah, he's, yeah, I think he's okay. Harry B., speaking of a guy that doesn't stop. Uh, matchup <laughs> against Phoenix, though. Is this the day?
1: Yeah, this is probably the day. But it was it was definitely the day against Utah. And then it was again, once again, the day against Golden State. And it just, we thought it was going to be the day. Just, he, j- he just keeps trying out there and just doing everything right. So if you want to pay Harry B. at 75, go ahead. I think there's just, there's better options. Right away, the first name on this list. That stood out to me outside of Paul George was O.G.M. and an OBS. So so, yeah, I'm it was O.G. at 65 immediately because first two games looked trash, and we said it on this pod like he was so good in this off season that he's the development is clearly there. Now he's had nine threes in his last two games. He's still taking 15 plus shots every night. We're getting the steals. We're getting. He's just doing everything, and Indiana again is giving up a ton of points. So uh, there's just no reason. I, I think O.G. You know, one of my favorite plays of the slate. Definitely in all form, whatever format.
0: If we're looking at maybe down the list at some value plays, Franz Wagner keeps playing a bunch of minutes for Orlando. Uh, And then our guy Josh Giddey sitting there against the Lakers. Both of them are 4,800.
1: How dare you mention Josh Giddey's name on this podcast again? Yeah, no, I know. Because we have to go back to the well. It's just, right? Every day. (laughs) 27 fantasy points. On a bad day. In 23 minutes, play yeah. so yeah. I, I mean, I'm fine going back there, I'm fine going to Wagner. I think I, to, I mean, Desmond Bain as well, $4,800 small forward, 33, 33, 33 fantasy points. Talk about consistency, seven of 15, seven of 15, eight of 16 from the floor. Like, is that that's some robotic numbers that he's putting up and he's providing stats everywhere in the best game total on the board? So,
0: yeah, hard I, to, I don't think, hard I don't to, think, he, yeah. Yeah, like we we've been playing him and Melton together, so
1: every slate. But they've also been thirty eight and forty two hundred dollars every slate,
0: right? But no, but that's, they, that's fair. One of the more chalkier plays all season long has been Jordan Nawara Do you run it back there? The minutes um, keep kind of trending down for him, but I mean, you know, Portis,
1: he was forty four percent on the other day. I think if Portis plays, which he's probable, I think that could hurt because I think they you know they're playing a little small ball with Nuara. Sure. So Portis being back or being probable scary a little bit. I wonder if they start Portis here. They do right, but he would probably be li- limited now. Mm, probably. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of how that rotation would work. Because if they do start Portis, I wonder if it does impact Noor at all, right? Because Noor is not playing center at all.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Who was it? Uh, Na- uh,
1: Nasir Little is 39. Nick Batum is 36. I'd be more inclined to play Nasir Little. I know there's no Marcus Morris, but Fatou just doesn't shoot the ball. Just doesn't shoot. At least not so Little putting up seven shots. Fatou might go full game just jogging up and down the floor. <laughs> you, you, he's
0: a guy you're looking for the other
1: stats. Yeah, yeah. you have to ha, have to have the other stats.
0: Yep, agreed. Power forward position, Giannis is at the top here against Minnesota. Another guy that was 50% on the other day came through with 62. You know, there, again, no reason ever to not consider Giannis. Yeah. So yeah. All formats.
1: Yep, all
0: four runs. bonus against Toronto. I mean, this looks a really strong spot for him.
1: Yeah, I think this is a pretty good spot. One and a half point spread. They're actually favored on the road. 218 total, that's solid. So, yeah, I mean, isn't this... This is what you said last year, though. He's 9-9, and he's just giving us 50. He's mm-hmm. just a cash game. He's a great cash game play. Great, great cash. Great cash great. game play. Yep, yep.
0: And there'll be a day where you don't play him. You'll he go, go for 33, 15, and 12, <laughs> and you'll be like, yep, yep. Which is why we always say play your cash in a GP lineup as well, yeah. you know, just mm-hmm. uh, in case it pops, because uh, he has that. So, I mean, Anthony Davis still under 10K on FanDuel. Uh, and Going up against OKC, it feels like a lock and load play, but it is a back-to-back, so you have to at least wait and see if anything comes out of that, but hard not to leave this spot for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he's pl- if he's playing, it's a... We're we're probably playing him, but I guess it also depends on LeBron because if LeBron plays, you know, I know it's a back to back for the Lakers, but you know, are are the Thunder going to keep this competitive on a back to back themselves? I don't know. So I yep. guess I guess the Lakers are kind of a wait and. See. Thankfully, it's an eight o'clock game, eight o'clock. So we may know we know we knew the LeBron news pretty early tonight. So at least it's not in. L A, where we just wouldn't know. So I, I'm gonna just say wait and see approach on the Lakers. Rest of the rest of the pod. Al
0: Horford 5800. If he plays, you look at the two games that Horford's put up: 38 and 44 fantasy points, double doubles in both. he eight blocks and three steals. That's crazy. I mean, we talk about it when Rob Williams is on the floor with Al Horford. Williams doesn't know what to do with himself because Horford's just seemingly everywhere. So um at 5800, I'm inclined to say cash game, but I also feel there's you know, there's clear upside here. I mean, he's given you seven plus X return in the two games so
1: far. Yeah, and what was the limit? It was 25 to 30 minutes. That yeah. and he played. He played. He was stretched to 30, which right. you know is great. So yeah, I com I'm completely on board with Al for at 58. Plus the guys in between, like who? There's really not Ingram, a lot of- yeah, from Ingram, because, you know, looking at DraftKings, everyone. But if you just look at power forward after Davis, you know, it's Jaron Jackson for tournaments, John Collins for tournaments because the Pelicans suck. But you just, you don't need to go there. You just, Al Horford's better and, and probably a better matchup.
0: Right. And if you're looking for value on this slate, I mean, we can go back to the mellow, mellow well there if you, if you want to consider it. We talked about it. If Portis starts, you probably play Portis at 43, right?
1: Yeah, I think we would just. I think it would just obviously feel better if we knew there was a limit or not, because so, I don't know if he. I don't think he played. He didn't play at all in the preseason, and now he's making his first. Like the he's there's no way he's not limited. There's just no way.
0: Yep, I mean, but if I, but I, if Derek favored,
1: if Derek Favors doesn't play, we go back to James Robinson Earl, probably, <laughs> probably. Um, twenty seven yeah. minutes, twenty seven minutes and a start tonight. Thirty seven hundred dollars, so, you know. Pretty pretty, pretty good. i, I do not 21 we
0: fantasy points. I mean you get twenty one fantasy points from a thirty seven hundred guy, so right. It's
1: pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty yep. good production.
0: Center position Towns against Milwaukee. Do you have any worries about this matchup for him? Towns is Towns really has just has a
1: seventy stake that we Towns, were is, just, for. Towns is really just a really out here proven proven a point that uh yeah, I don't think I'm worried. Truth I don't, I'm not worried.
0: Okay. Let's see other centers. Um, Joe Val against Atlanta, eighty-two hundred. Uh,
1: yep. Twenty-two. What is his Fanduel
0: price? What do they do to him on Fanduel? Uh, he He's 75, is, seventy-five.
1: Holy cow! He's still he only won 60, seventy-five. He was
0: sixty-six. So they bumped him up pretty good, but I mean Capella is still limited. And they go with Gorgi and they go with Collins. So I mean, you said you said this to me yesterday. For five years we've been saying, <laughs> can they just give Valanciunas thirty minutes? And then he goes to a team that's giving him 33, 35, he's 39. He's getting 40. Yeah. He's getting
1: 40 now.
0: Yeah. And he's going to, I mean, this is he's. This is what he is. So, you know, play him now because he'll be a 10K center soon enough. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think this is a, a great yeah. spot for him. Likewise, the matchup below, if we think Miami Brooklyn is competitive, you have BAM against that yeah, Brooklyn front
1: court. I know, against all those corpses, as you say. They are. <laughs> oh, no, I agree. You just pointed it out first. You were just – they're all just – they're skeletons. LMA, Millsap, Griffin.
0: They're Good just luck. skeletons. Yeah, they're just
1: – yeah, I mean, look, I'm – on Fandle, $600 less, I'm playing Joval 100% of the time. On DraftKings, is definitely closer because I could save 300 playing Bam. But Fandle, I, I honestly – is the third highest price center on Yahoo, but BAM is $2 more expensive. Yep, $2 more. I was literally just looking at it too. So, I mean, uh, two of the three sites, I'm definitely playing Val, and I probably still lean Valanchunas on DraftKings as well, because he said, hey, man, we're getting 40 minutes. Let's party. Where are
0: you in the mid-tier at this position? Again, it's ugly, because you know Williams is the go-to, but Horford's available. So um, I'm kind of out on him, you know Jared Allen against the Clippers, maybe if you if you think the minutes going to stay the way they've been the last couple games.
1: Yeah, I think I think Allen and I think Stephen Adams. I think those are the two mid tier targets for uh, a lot of people. Stephen Adams has been great. Jared Allen has been great given minutes, and he gets the Clippers right. I think that's going to be a really popular spot for us to attack with center. So what I'm going to go. Do
0: make a, what do you make of the plum dog against
1: Orlando? I nice. I mean, you know. Definitely benefited a little bit from overtime because he hadn't played over 32 minutes, and then he plays 37 against Boston. But hey, man, he's been good. Triple or double-digit rebounds in three or four. Has a double-double. Has five blocks in four games. Has four steals in four games. So 6,500 feels a little too expensive when we could play Jared Allen for 63, or we could play Steven Adams for.
0: Yeah, 13. no, the, Adam, the Adams is a great call there. I guess my value would be Achua. Uh, yep. I said this yep. the other day. I'm just going to keep playing him. You know, he's the price is obviously up on him, but another double-double now, three straight games. I wish, you know, we're, we're entering the territory where it's, why doesn't he give us any blocks or steals? Okay. Like, can, can he give us a little, just right. one? Can he give us just right. one, you know? You know, and was, that was a tough spot for him. I mean, it was a tough matchup against Chicago. You talked a lot about that. And now he's going to get some bonus in Turner. I mean, Great matchup, eh, but I, I think it's one that he should be able to find some success in, especially you know being 4900. The value is there for him. Over on, on Fanduel, they got him priced down at uh, 49 as well. So you know prices coming up across the, the platforms, but still worth it.
1: There's nobody below him either. It's just him. He, at 4900, then the value just dies.
0: Yeah, if you believe Zubax on Fanduel, he's 45. I
1: guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right because he's he's 48. But in that instance, you're just playing a Chua, right? For $100 yeah. more? Yeah, on
0: DraftKings, yeah.
1: He's only $100 less. On FanDuel, I, I get it. There's a bigger discrepancy in salary, but I'm just, the Chua is the lowest I'd go. I'm I'm probably going to play in cash. I bet you the two highest owned centers are going to be a Steven Adams and a Chua. I bet you. I bet you that's the case.
0: I can see that for sure. I think that makes a lot of sense there. So that wraps up the 10-game look here, everybody. Grande is going to be on the playbook. He'll have that out nice and early, hopefully, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. For everybody to, to prepare for, but it's not you got this uh, podcast you're listening to. James, any uh, any final words of wisdom here before we sign up? No, nothing really. It's going
1: to be a fun slate. 10 games, lots of stars. Injury news, you know, we got to watch. Make sure we check out all the tools. I think there's been a lot of, great additions this offseason to dfs alarm including our matchup report which you know has teams points per game opponents points per game offense and defensive ratings pace for the last five games pace for the season when we get to 10 games and we have that data just a lot of good things going on thanks to the tech department thanks to our content team full slate of content again but you know don't just read the playbook use use all all of our tools available. Use our Vegas tool, use our, our projections tool that John and I are constantly updating. Use the lineup generator to, to you know, and you can click the playbook only tab where, you know, kind of help you get to where you need to go and you can always make the adjustments from there. So, you know, don't always the, use the playbook and then use everything that we have to offer at DFS alarm to maximize your, your chances to finish in the green.
0: Yeah, 100% there. So that wraps it up, everybody. James and I will catch you next time.